This is the intro jingle. This is the K-pop Devok show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-pop Tebok show. It's a show where I talk about K-pop and I talk to cool people. And um, today is no exception. Today is a very special day because we have a very special guest. He is joining us from South Korea. I'm in LA and I'm excited to get to know this guy. It's Junie. What's up, Junie? How are you, man? Good, man. How are you? Thank you for having Good. me. I'm Absolutely. so excited to be here, to be honest. like I've been on the other two shows. And yeah. it was my dream to be on this one. <laughs> and I wanted to see you. I didn't know I, you were in LA. I'm in LA. Um, well, you know what? It's a, it's a dream for me to have you here. And I'm Thank sorry you. that I'm not there to, with you in person. But No, no. This is good enough. This is good When enough. I'm back, we'll hang out. You know, sure. maybe we'll do it again. Maybe we'll act like this never happened. And we'll start all over. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Whenever. Call me up. Yeah. We'll do it. But… Um, Thanks for joining us. First, I guess we should start off. Can you just say hello to all of our listeners and to all of our viewers? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, hey guys. It's Junie. My name is Junie. I'm a singer-songwriter. And uh, yeah, I'm super happy to be here. And I'm a bit nervous right now. I've never done this interview kind of podcast with a Zoom call. So yeah, we'll <laughs> see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody has like a different reaction. Like, oh… I thought you were gonna be here. I'm like, nope, I'm I'm not. And like, so Zoom, I'm like, yeah. And then it, it kind of works. And um, yeah, obviously, there's barely it, any like latency. I I expect it to be like if I say something, like five uh -huh. seconds later you'd reply. But then it feels like we're just you're just like in the room right now, where I'm right next to you. I'm <laughs> okay. in your ears. That's Literally what's going right on right next, right next. Yes, to me. yes, exactly. <laughs> um, well, dude, um, I guess for for people. Who may not know, Junie is an incredibly talented singer, songwriter, artist. And uh, he has actually… He's not a stranger to the Dive family. He, uh, as he mentioned, has been on How Did I Get Here? He was also on Get Real. But before that, he was also part of uh, Live From Dive, which yeah, was… Yeah, you remember? Of course I remember. Crazy. That was my um, first time seeing you too. I think it was my first time meeting you as well. I think Marshall mm. uh, had introduced us. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know much about you, but I remember hearing you sing. And I was like, dang, how has he not blown up? And dang, <laughs> why are you just now bringing him to me? And so uh, I was really excited to hear your voice and then also meet you, wow. you know, although it was pretty briefly. But I feel like I've, I've kept tabs on you through like all these other shows that you've been on. <laughs> and um, as well as just through your social media. But glad that we can actually… Sit down, have a conversation, and get yeah, to know dude. each other a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so thanks for joining us. Let's just jump yeah, into you, it. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah. me. Let's do it. Like, so you're from Canada, correct? Canada. Yes. <laughs> That's where I'm from. Yeah, so I'm from I'm from Canada, but then I was born here. And okay. then when I was four years old, my my family moved out to Canada. Like we mm -hmm. immigrated there and then so I have no memory of living in Korea. Okay. So, like from one to four. And then I lived my life, my whole life there. And then I graduated college and then I decided to pursue music. And then that's what made me fly back home, <laughs> home to Korea by myself. And then, yeah, I just worked really, really hard and just stayed committed to music. And then it led me to the Daebak show, which is <laughs> unreal. <laughs> which is the. <laughs> 
it's which is te- the- which is Tebak. Which is Tebak. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. thank you. Um, oh, far too generous. But I'm curious. Like, you know, what did you study in college? What was your major? Um, so, oh yeah. Um, so in high school, I was a songwriter. I mean, I w- I didn't professionally write songs, but then yeah. I would just play the guitar, write some lyrics and stuff like that. And then mm. when I I had to go to college. I decided I'm gonna be a vocal major ah. because I was I was really interested in singing, and then I wanted to. It's like a realistic kind of job of becoming a vocal trainer. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I realized that there were so many other courses and like three different languages I have to study. So I <laughs> just gave up in the first year, and then um, in the middle of give, uh, giving up, I saw this program uh, that had just recording arts and just how to work a MIDI and just mm-hmm. create music. And then, yeah, I took that program for two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years. And then I graduated. Nice. Yeah, got my diploma and just kicked it. Did you go to like a music school? No, it was like a, it was like a, a college. It was just like a community college for, for music. Like not, not just for music, but for everything. But then it had like oh, okay, a okay. specific… Music program that nowhere uh, else kind of offered. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, but I got super lucky because uh, when I when I went there, I got to meet a lot of different people. I mean, like uh, you can learn a lot of things on the internet these days. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying don't go to school, but then like <laughs> <laughs> you can learn a lot. But then um, one of the big things that I gained from going to college was just being able to communicate and meeting new people mm-hmm. and just you know because. That part of the music industry is really important as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah, I agree. Um, so you know, I guess you you loved music from a very young age. Yeah. Um, were you always singing growing up, or who were your biggest musical influences? How did music kind of show up in your life as a as a young kid? Damn, like um, ever since I was young, because I have two older brothers um, that are huge influences mm. in my life, and they they love music as well, and they love to uh. sing and. They love to karaoke. We had like a karaoke uh-huh. machine in the basement. Yeah. And they just sing all the time. And then they introduced me to a lot of the Korean pop. Uh, right. Like the old… Back back to… Back in the old days. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the legends of Korea. And then… Um, and then I, fo- I found myself listening to a lot of the, the American music. Because uh-huh. while growing up. So I listened to a lot of like… Really wide range of artists. Like mm-hmm. I listened to Eminem… And then I listened to Green Day and I started listening uh-huh. to like Neo, Usher and all that stuff. So I'd like just kind of have my own little phases of yeah. like a few months of this, few months of this. And then yeah. I think that's what got me to kind of get used to writing songs as well. And being mm. kind of diverse and give, being able to write for others and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That really helped me out. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, I feel like I'm the same way. I, I feel like I… I pull from so many different places, but yeah. you know, you you just listed off hip hop to rock to <laughs> R and B to everything, and and that's you know, if you love music, then you appreciate music no matter the genre, and that's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It, you have two older brothers. I'm actually the oldest of three brothers. Um, mm-hmm. How old are your brothers? I'm curious. Yo, my my older brothers, they're uh, how old are they now? I can't even. So they're born. One is born in that eighty five. Oh, okay. And one is born in 89. Oh, so there's like quite an age difference. Yeah. So it's like a 7 and 11 year difference. Wow. So they treat me like a little baby. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm damn. I'm like I'm 20, 25 years old, and they still consider me as a baby. So yeah, you will forever kinda, be baby. Exactly. I, exactly. You will. It just you know what? Just embrace it and just <laughs> just t- use it to your advantage. Um, yeah. Because Brian, my youngest brother, and I were eight years apart, and even if he's like people are like oh, but he's like a full grown. I was like yeah, I know he's an adult, but he will always be baby. Yeah, um, it's just I, the that's way what I is. hear all the time. That's what it is. Um, so I'm curious, like you, you went through college, you grew up in Vancouver, um, and then you ended up coming to Korea, going to Korea, yeah. which is, I think, a very bold move. And yes, there are a lot of musicians who have done it, um, myself included, but it's not easy. Like, what was that process like for you? How did you end up in Korea, flight booked? What happened? Yeah, so um, I started music uh, in Canada first, and then I independently distribute my songs through a lot of platforms. Mm-hmm. And then um, during that time, I I don't know something about Korea just kind of intrigued me. I wanted to make music, but at the same time, I felt like I had a like a, what do you say a little bit of a perk of being able to speak English and have that like English accent, you know, when you sing and stuff like that. And that was when, <laughs> and it was during when Korea had this phase of like hip hop and R&B was blowing up and they would yeah. take a lot of Western influences and stuff like that. So I figured, man, like it'd be fun to make music in Korea. And I always wanted to go back eventually mm-hmm. because um, even even though I lived my whole life in Canada, I, I had like a really strong pride of being Korean. Like mm. watching the Olympics or like the World yeah. Cup. I'd cheer for Korea like nonstop. Yeah. Like I'd be like super, you know, yeah. patriotic about Korea when I'm Canadian. So yeah. I. Um, but what got me there was like realistically like and financially, I was able to uh, sell my first song. And oh. that was… That was a crazy moment because it was… Um, it was a it, it was a A and R like a, a manager type of uh, deal. She was like a freelancer, and then she, she this girl hit me up, and then she asked me if I had any demos mm. because she wanted to pitch it to an artist in China, and then uh-huh. I had no idea who she was or who this artist was, and then yeah. you know why not? So I just sent a few demos, and then even she couldn't believe it. She was like, "You'll never believe what happened," but uh, Luhan, who, who was an ex EXO member. That yeah. went to China and then he blew up and he wants to buy your song. And then wow. I'm like, that's… Because I'm like in my parents' basement like making music. Like making that's no so, money off music. Yeah. And then wow. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then… But I didn't know if I could trust anyone. I was like, I was just scared. <laughs> and then… But then, you know, I just… I figured it was all legit. She sent me the contracts and everything. Read through them. And then I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's make the Let's make the deal. And then… It was like a buyout of the song. So I don't get uh-huh. any royalties. But then you know it's like a straight buyout. So I get money right away. And then with that money I was like… You know what? It's time to go. It's time to pack up. And then… It's like you know people when… When people decide to go to a different country to live… Mm. You think about it about like a few months or like a year. Oh yeah. Right? At least a little bit. Yeah. Dude I… I thought about it for like five hours and I decided… <laughs> <laughs> it was a no-brainer to be honest. Oh man. And as soon as I got the money, I was like, okay, this is happening. And then I got uh-huh. the tickets and then yeah. 
I saved up a little bit and I moved to Korea. That's so wild. I mean, first of all, that's how old were you when you sold your song to to Luhan? Was twenty one, I believe. Twenty one. So or you're like two, yeah. Okay, so you're fresh. Yeah. Were you just out of college, or were you still in college? Or yeah, no, I it? just graduated, and then I was putting out music on um, like platforms and stuff, and uh-huh. I was getting a, a little bit of listeners, but then, yeah, it, it was just like a, it was just like a, like a kickstart kind of thing. So you I'm went like, from like pretty much SoundCloud from your parents' basement to one of the biggest artists in China. Then you booked a Crazy. ticket to Korea, and yeah. you're like, I'm gonna do this music thing, which mm-hmm. is. A, incredible. B, also wow. C, what did your parents say? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, first of all, I was. Su- I feel like, man, I was really, really lucky. And I was really mm. like… It was like one of those things where like everything just lined up mm. at the time. And then my parents… Even my parents realized that as well. And even though they couldn't let their like baby go, you know, yeah. to another country. And they're so yeah, worried yeah. and stuff like that. Um. They knew this was like an opportunity for me. And yeah. I really wanted this. So yeah, they 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 were totally okay with it. But then it, I have to thank my brothers a little bit. Yeah. Because they made those uh, exact kind of uh, choices as well. Like, ah. like even my oldest brother, he he's a he's an artist. So he paints. Oh, okay. So that's he paints awesome. And, yeah, he, and he illustrates and stuff like that. And um, you know, that's not a, a, like a, a stable kind of… Like traditional, wanna, traditional, yeah, traditional job, thing. Because yeah. Korean parents, you know, they want you to be right. doctors or lawyers and stuff. And then… But then he kind of started that off being the oldest. And then uh-huh. showing my parents that it's it's possible to pursue a dream with art. Right. And you can make a living off it. And then… Yeah, because of him, I gotta I gotta thank him. That's what, I think that's what made my parents a little more open-minded. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Shout out to your brother. Otherwise, Shout we wouldn't have brother. your music. Shout out, brother. Um, <laughs> so, so you you get to Korea. Did you know people? Did you have friends here? Did you like what was that like? Did you have a where did you stay? Like I, in my head, I imagine yeah. you like little young Junie with a suitcase and like a guitar or a keyboard. Like, <laughs> I'm in Korea. Okay, where do I go? And then you just like like in some random hostel or something. Like what were yeah, you doing? Um, well. Yeah, the first year was pretty rough. But then uh, I had… Luckily, I had like family relatives that uh-huh. are in Korea. And then I made a few friends off like online, through online. So uh-huh. SoundCloud and guys who made music uh, in Korea. And then I'd communicate with them through SoundCloud. And we'd Skype each other when I was in Canada. So uh, I, I'd never met them before. But it felt like we're pretty close. So mm. yeah, they, they came to pick me up at the airport. And then it was oh weird. God. You know, like it's like doing this chat. Never meeting each other and then going like me going to LA right now and seeing you like for the first time. It's kind of you know that awkward feel. That's so weird. Like you're more comfortable behind a computer screen. Yeah. 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 It yeah. was that kind of deal. And then um they introduced me to this. I mean, Korea has a lot of like studio spaces mm-hmm. where you can make music, like super small ones. Right. And then at the time I had to save money. I mean, I I didn't have like a um constant like income coming through. Mm-hmm. So with the money I have saved up, I had to, you know, shorten up and got myself a little s- small studio space. And I lived there with my desk and my like computer stuff set up. And then with my closet like right next to it. And oh I like, sleep in like a really small area. Yeah, I did that <sighs> for like a year just making music. And then I made like 
damn, dude, I made like 20 songs in like a week. Like that's how… Oh my gosh. That's all I did. Like it's all I did was just wake up, eat, make music, go back to sleep and just do it like for like a whole dude, year. And then- that's so wild. Like that is a… That's so tough. Like- it's tough. Yeah. I don't know how I did it. Like I can't do that. If Like if you put me back there, I yeah. won't be able to do it again. But then yeah. I think it's just that drive. You know, like I really wanted yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's absolutely incredible. Was there ever a moment where you're like, ah, I don't want to do this. Or, ah, oh, man, what am I doing? Like, why am I sitting in this tiny little hole? <laughs> like, like living here, working here, doing everything here. In one way, you are living, you're pursuing your dream. But yeah. at the same time, for other people, it could be so easy to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. But you stuck it out. What were those moments when you're like, I don't know if I could do this anymore. And when you did stick it out, mm-hmm. what was it that kept you going? Um, to be honest, I didn't have that moment where I was thinking of giving up. It's because oh, I was too busy. Like, so luckily for me, it might not be for others. But for me, during those years of like that struggle, it was um, like the stages were just so proportionate like it Mm. everything just the timing and everything like I had a little bit of a boost of something whether Mm -hmm. it be uh, musically or whether it be like just uh, like socially or just like uh, as an artist like getting my name out there like I just get those little boosts time to time that made me kind of not think about the the painful like struggles okay I just kept it it forced me to keep moving forward which is like it's super like like uh, it's super cliche to say it, but then I don't know. It just I never thought about it. I never thought about giving up. That's I awesome. just kind of it kind of kept pushing me, and then and then it yeah it led me here. It's weird. That's man. so cool. I mean, what wh- was the dream to always? I guess two parts. Like, were you always mm-hmm. like I just want to be a really great songwriter mm-hmm. and like sell all these songs to all these people, or was it like I want to be an artist too? Because I think some people like I know songwriters who's like I don't want to be an artist. I have no desire. Oh yeah, and then other people are like, uh, "I want to be an artist, but I'm going to do songwriting until I can get there." Was there mm-hmm. a priority for you? Uh, I was pretty open-minded because you know mm-hmm. the reason why I came to Korea was because of a song that I sold. Right. So I didn't want to be too close-minded about it. But then at the same time, my main goal was to be an artist oh, okay. and sing my own songs and just write for myself. Yeah. But then, yeah, you know, I just crazy experiences, crazy chances. That I just couldn't let go and couldn't yeah. like give up. That yeah. It just eventually led me to writing songs for others. That's awesome. I mean yeah. so so walk me through that. Like you're mm-hmm. you know you're in this tiny studio. You're working there. <laughs> yeah. Living there. What was like a moment that felt like a break? You know I, I'm sure after all that struggle there was like either someone picks up your song. Mm-hmm. Or somebody hears you doing something and you get picked up to mm-hmm. a label. Like mm-hmm. what happened… How did how did this all come to be? Yeah. Okay. So wow. Where did I start? Okay. I gotta I gotta start with the the song that I released back in Canada. Mm. A song called Thank You. Yeah. Um. And that that song kind of helped me financially because uh-huh. I independently distributed that song, so I would get all the streaming revenue from it. Right. So that's how I lived off in Korea, and that was how I was able to kind of like, you know, get used to everything, and then from that kind of blowing. Blowing up on like yeah on platforms, I uh, started to get you know contacted by other people, mm. like 
label reps and stuff like that. And I talk with them and uh, have a few meetings and stuff. And then during that time, I had a family friend. It was a, yeah. My parents even know who this person is. And then uh, we're, all, we're all very close. And then um, this person was in the entertainment business already. Ah. Yeah. And then had no… Like no interest in making a label or like a going through like music business and stuff like that. But then… Yeah, because of me, I guess. She started, <laughs> this person started… This started wow. this whole label and then… Um, yeah, and we got a, a lot of help from, you know, her her people. And I got a lot of help from my people that I uh, end up meeting. And then we released songs. Yeah. Promoted it, stuff like that. And then during that time, now my music's a little bit getting out there because uh-huh. it's being commercially put out. Commercially put out. Yeah. So uh, companies like SM, companies like YG… And other 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 labels, they start contacting contacting me for songs, Man. and then I got invited out to an SM song camp. Mm-hmm. That was the big breakthrough. Mm. The first time I went to that song camp, I was super nervous. Like, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. These guys are like veterans at it. They've been in the game for so long, and they all know each other. They're like shaking hands. Oh, how you been? And I'm just like in the corner, like where what I do. <laughs> And then I got partnered up with uh, a bunch of super kind people. Shout out to Squar and uh, Distract. Those mm. guys are songwriters as well. And those are… We paired up like… June Distract? Oh, oh, you know June. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Everyone knows each other, man. Like, of but, course, of course. Yeah. So yeah, him, uh, him and Squar. Mm. And me. It was three of us. And then we had our first song camp. And it was a fun time. I, that song didn't place but it was all good. Like we were just all happy with it. And then mm-hmm. the next time I got invited again. And then that was the first time I met uh, the songwriter named uh, Ming Jishan. And then she… She just… She's like… She's like my Duna. Like, chin, like she's like my Chin Duna. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's like my older sister. And yeah we wrote the song called Made In You. And then we placed mm. it on Suho's album. So okay. it was an yeah, independent album. And that was like my boom. Like my first song that I just kind of like wrote Dude, in Korea. That's so wild though. Like your first songs that you're placing are like with some of the biggest artists in the apps. Like in the world. Right? Like Suho. Nice. Now you've done like Kai, Baekhyun, Taemin, IU. Like insane, insane people. And this is all coming from you. Being in a tiny studio, living next to like I don't know. I imagine you literally in a sleeping bag on the floor, curled up and, and ball. And I, yeah, I, like, I had oh. a few shares of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's incredible that like you've come so far, and it's all just kind of like the way you put it. It just kind of all happened, but it's it's all the result of like incredible hard work and sacrifice on your behalf. But yeah, I mean, I think you're probably too like too humble to do this. But I'm gonna ask you like. Yeah. Please list off the people that you have placed with, that you, you've worked with, that have really kind of… You've been like, wow, I'm working with this person. Yeah. Um, wow. I've never got to do this. It's do really it. weird. This is your moment. Uh, do it. Okay. All right. Um, so the Suho song, Made in You. Mm-hmm. Placed that one. And then uh, it was Kai's Um. The mm-hmm. title track for his solo album. And then there was a song for NCT Dream that I recently did. Uh, 
there was two songs for NCT Dream. Wow. And the album and there was IU IU like this is like my wow. life goal. And then <laughs> it happened for me like she contacted me. Um uh, I'm a really big fan of your work and I'd really like to like get a song from you and then that's when like I was almost about to cry cuz I'm like oh. the biggest fan of IU and like yeah. even in Canada and my whole family like loves her, right? Yeah. So Damn, I was shaking and all that. And then I had to pull myself together. I'm like, oh yes, for sure. Like I <laughs> such a privilege to work with you. And then yeah, she sent me the she sent me the the track and then she wanted me to top line it. And then mm. yeah, I top lined it, got a bit of help from uh an artist named Jane as well. Shout out to him. And then yeah, we we placed it. It, it happened. And then That's the moment yeah. The moment it happened, we were all I was all together with my friends, and then we just like we're like jumping up and down in the country. Ah! We did it! We did it! <laughs> All that. And then… Yeah. And she's super nice man. Like… Mm-hmm. She's super humble. And, and even with the other guys too. Like Pekyo-nim and you know Kai-nim. The, the NCT guys are super nice too. Mm-hmm. And… What else? What else did I do? Uh, man, I did a lot of chorus work as well. Like just uh-huh. for like… just It's so so much fun working with like… Working with uh, other songwriters as well, and just don't you feel like to, you learn a lot doing chorus stuff? Dude, so I feel much. like I learn so much doing chorus. Exactly, right? Like, cause the and it helps with your 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 own songs as well. So mm-hmm. you listen to other songwriters how they layer their chorus and right. how they layer their vocals, and you're like, wow, this is super interesting, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna stop there. Like, that's no, yeah, that's like much. so cool. That's so yeah, cool. Like, crazy. I. I feel so like… I feel so like proud of you. And I don't even know you well. But I'm just <laughs> like… Dang. Like this kid's just doing it. Like Thank he's making you. it happen. And the reason that I, I, I keep wanting to ask you these is because like… Especially recently. I've had a lot of questions from people who's like… I really want to get into K-pop. Or I want to mm-hmm. write music. I want to produce. I don't know how. I don't know what to do. And I'm like… I don't know. Just get your stuff out there. Like put it on SoundCloud. Put it on YouTube. Get you know… Get discovered. Like it's… It, there's no easy way around it. But like you are… A living manifestation of that entire process. And what success in music as a career can look like. And that's why I'm like… I want people to hear what you're saying. And what you did. And how you got there. Because I think it's inspiring. So congrats to you dude. Dude that's Um, crazy coming from you. That's crazy. I'm I'm serious. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Absolutely. But like… This is the the other part that I'm I'm curious about. Like you've been so successful as a songwriter… Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at your personal artist stuff. How do you make the balance? How do you balance what you want to do for yourself creatively as an artist and then what you're writing for other people? Mm. Is there a back and forth kind of thing in your head of like, am I doing this right? Or what can I do differently? Or how does that work for you? Oh yeah. I, I think about that a lot when I when it comes to my own, my mm-hmm. own music. Um, in terms of working with the other artists and giving songs to others… Uh, there is a certain boundary that I have to put myself in. And then um, that makes it a lot easier to be honest. Because you know what you're making. yeah, And you know what the end goal is. But then mm-hmm. for me, making my own songs, it's kind of like… I don't know what the end goal, end goal is. I don't know what the best song is. And yeah, You probably know what that feels like as well. Yeah. If you're working on your own songs, like… It's, it's, it's a hard… It's a hard like experience. It's super difficult. Right. But at the same time, um, writing for others and just uh, listening to so much demos and all that stuff, it kind of helped me narrow down which path I got to take. 
for mm. my own artistry. Okay. And um, I used to be into a lot of the R&B and like… I, I used to love R&B and hip-hop R&B was my thing. And then that's what I used to uh, put out. But now these days I'm… My music has changed a lot. And mm. that has to do with the, the songwriting that I've been doing. And it, it got me to kind of open up, I guess, and shift my head towards a different path that mm. may be suited a little more for me. Personally, well, that's how I think. How do you describe that musical style or what you think is it that better fit for you? Mm, I'm, I've learned that it's okay to be… Like, I've learned that it's okay to make music that's bright and happy. <laughs> yeah. So it might sound really, really weird. But then um, being like the pre-song the pre writing Junie, uh, I used to… Like I said, I used to be super like hip-hop R&B guy. And I never mm-hmm. listened to anything bright and happy and explosive and just kind of, you know, yeah, happy. Yeah, I used to be into oh, like the tough, you know, R&B. You got to like… Have like this dark mood light setting and all that stuff like that. And yeah. then… Um, I'm not bashing on that. It's like to each his own. But then uh, the, what I felt was… It doesn't feel right for me. I don't think this is mm-hmm. it for me. Like I feel yeah. like I can do this better than this. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And, right. It's, and it's a choice that I made for myself. I'm not making it for anyone else. It's just for me. Yeah. Do you think of it more as just general like more closer to middle of the lane pop? Or… Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's just, where that's where it hit. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Like you, yeah. you know, you know, you know the. Best. I mean, okay. I. Yeah. The only thing is, like, I, I completely feel you. I understand where you're coming from a hundred percent because, I, I think for me, I was like, I just want to do pop. People are like pop's not cool. I was like, no, it is cool. There's a reason it's called pop because it's popular. <laughs> popular. <laughs> it's literally called popular exactly. music. So don't tell me it's not cool when everybody <laughs> is listening to it. So exactly. Uh, I, I I understand though because as an artist, like I feel like everybody wants to be seen a certain way because it's about perception, right? Mm-hmm. A lot about artistry is like how do people look at you and how mm. do people see you, and it, and they think of that as a bigger thing, uh, uh, as opposed to just like this is what I really want to create. And I think that's like I'm glad that you're finding that medium. I still go through back and forth of like, well, what, what am I doing? Am I doing this right? But like I think that's just kind of the journey that we take as musicians, like. Mm-hmm. In our seasons to figure out what fits us best. Exactly. And uh, if it's pop right now, it's pop. You may find… I don't know. Maybe you'll put out a rock album sometime soon. <laughs> Who knows? You definitely could. You never you know. You never know. For it. Yeah, you I never mean, yeah. know. Yeah, dude. Well said. I mean like that's that's exactly how I feel. And that's how, mm. that's how I want to um, keep thinking. Uh, moving forward with my own stuff. And mm. yeah, it's got me… I'm pretty happy right now with what I'm, that's good. What I'm doing. So yeah… That's good, good. That's good. good. That's good. That's yeah. good to hear. <laughs> you know, while we're on the topic, I want to. I want to talk to you about your new album. Um, so you have a new album. It's called Inside the Sober Mind. Yes. Um, tell me about it. Introduce the album to us. All right. Um, so yeah, the album name is called Inside the Sober Mind. It's a two-track. It's a double single. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a phrase that uh, a lot of foreigners, like Westerners, are familiar with. Double single is like considered two title tracks in one package in Korea. Uh, so they they're super different from each other. Mm-hmm. One song is called Inside. One's called one song is called Sober. Uh, the insights. Uh, the song Inside is about you know being in this situation right now during the pandemic and mm-hmm. not being able to go out. I had this thought of man like 
it's really uh, it's really bad that we can't go outside right now. But might as well just make the best out of it indoors. Yeah. <laughs> and then just make everything fun inside and just like enjoy what we do. And you know, mm-hmm. some people like staying inside too, as well. So yeah, it's it's something that you can relate to. It's it's like a it's like a simple chill song. And then uh, sober is a song that is uh, it's a duet. So it's featuring an artist named Yuha. And she is uh, like a new artist from Universal. Uh-huh. And yeah, I got to like meet with her. And then we're all like… We have like a huge group of friends that we're all close with. Make music together. And then she helped me out with the song. And then I decided, you know what? Just feature on this, you know. Can you feature on it? And then she's like, yeah, for sure. And then it's a song about… Usually you get songs about two uh, two people that break up. And they really miss each other. And they're all mm-hmm. like sad and stuff like that. But… This one is a, it's a little different. Um, it's about being content with the breakup. But at the same time, you know, you kind of miss the times that you've had. But then mm-hmm. you also want to say, you know, but we're good. We're good here. Yeah. You know, this is better for us. We good for us. Yeah. All but right. Just, just reminisce the times of the good, yeah. the good times that we had. And then the sober is because I wanted to just express um, being split up in a different way. Because mm. when you're when you're with a certain someone and you're super into them and you're having the time of your life, yeah, you kind of say you're like chieso, you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is like, just say you're, you're drunk, drunk, drunk on in love. love, yeah, drunk yeah. on love. And then um, the opposite of that would would be being sober. So I wanted mm-hmm. to express it in like you know a different way, um, yeah. not something that's not like you know regularly used, but right, yeah, right. right. So I feel that. Song, I feel those that. two songs, and then the reason why they're both together was because. To be honest, um, I wanted to put out a double… It was like a plan of mine to put out a double single that had two different… Totally different genres. Mm. And just put them together and see how they would reflect each other. And considering the songs that I've had a lot… A lot of the songs that I've ready, I felt these two were the perfect kind of like… Balance of what people uh, might expect from me and what I I want people to hear. Mm. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like a new stepping stone of what… Is to come. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, if it's not too much to ask, would you mind singing a little bit for us a cappella? <laughs> Just one or the other, or you both right. up to you. Okay. I'll sing the song sober. Okay. Okay. Give okay, us a so taste right. of right. sober. All right, here we go. <laughs> we got like people like watching and they're like, all right. <laughs> here we go. Just another day without you. I'm sober. Yeah, something like that. Hey. <laughs> man, this is like, embarrassing. <laughs> no, you're good. Junie has that like that vibrato that is very like con- very well controlled. Come and on, he has man. this like incredible tone that I love. Um, so thank you for singing that. Um I'm I'm excited. Well, I guess by the time this podcast is out, the album won't be out. But I'm excited to check yeah. them out. I'm excited for it. Um, I can't wait. We have a game that we're going to play. A game? We have okay. a little activity time. Right? All right. Now, the listeners of the Get Real episode that you were joining them on, where you talked mm-hmm. about the first time you did something, they really enjoyed that. So today, we're going to do the last time. Right? Okay. The last time you did something. Okay. Right? So here we go. When okay. was the last time you Googled or neighbored mm-hmm. searched your name on the internet? Ooh. 
I think like last week. Last week. Okay. Yeah. Did you find anything new about yourself? Yeah. I. What did you find out? I mean, I already knew that I was putting out a putting out a <laughs> new music, but then I found out that it would there were there were a few posts about it, and you know there were articles about it and stuff like that. Um, that got me really excited because you know, I, it's 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 surreal to see. Yeah. Because I've been I've been for a year now. I've been used to seeing other other artists' names coming up and looking at that and being like, oh, my song's probably gonna be out. Mm. The song that I wrote for it, but then now yeah. it's kind of like it's yours, my name now. So it's kind of yeah, yeah, it feels good. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the last time you ever went on vacation? Mm. Where did you go and how was it? Oh, I went to vacation. I went to Yangyang. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, Yangyang. Where? It's uh, isn't it the east side? Right. Is it? It's I the think east so. side, and there are a lot of surfers there. Did you surf? Yeah. Dude, no, I didn't get to surf. I, I was only there for like I was only there for like two days, but um, yeah, I had the I had the best time there. I went with a friend of mine, and then because you know we can't go with a lot of uh, like the big group of people, so yeah. And when I went there, I was like, yo, this like the sand and the vibe and everything. This is like this is not Korea. Pretty dope. Like, it's dope there, man. A lot of it surfers. is. It is. I, I, yeah. I, I want to go just to hang out. I don't think I've been to just hang out. I think I've always gone for work. But mm. everybody's like, oh, we should go surfing. I was like, bro, I'd love to. Do you surf? Dude, okay. This is controversial. I've tried <laughs> surfing like three times. And I'm like, surfing? Okay. I think surfing is not it. I'm just going to leave it there. Don't hate <laughs> me, guys. All right, it's not for me. It's not for me. I don't, I don't hate you if you're a surfer. I don't hate the sport. It's just not for me. I, I think I know what you mean though. It's it's pretty tough. I've never tried, but it looks tough. It's really… It was hard. Um, okay. Like the first time I went, it was awesome. I was like, yo, I'm going to become a surfer. Like I'm going to be Johnny Tsunami yo, and like ride these waves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the second and third time, I got like completely owned by the ocean. I was like, oh. no, dog. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> you know. Nope. You, you live and you learn. Yeah. Um. All right. Here's one. When's mm-hmm. the last time you performed for an audience? Wow, that's when is the last time? I think that I think my last online concert was the last one. Yeah, dude, I oh, haven't been okay. able to perform at all. I mean, because of the situation now, right? For um, everybody, yeah. Um, the only thing I was able to perform was radio shows, but that's like that's not an audience, right? It's that's that's like a airwaves, airwaves. Yeah, sending signals. Hopefully, yeah, we do no. it again soon. I can't wait dude. to to perform. All right, next question. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you got drunk? Dude, I don't drink. At I don't all? drink. Yeah, like I, I stay away Ooh. from alcohol. That's the that's the thing about me. Have you always never drunk? Oh no no Have no! You I've always I've... been sober. Or like, <laughs> yeah. um, no, I not like not like strictly sober. I just don't mm-hmm. like alcohol. But I, mm. you know, when there's certain times that I have like I have to in a certain situation or like just a just a gathering and stuff, I'd have a beer. But like, yeah, yeah, I I don't really like alcohol. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So um, I can't remember the last time I was drunk. Maybe all right. like a year ago. That's probably healthy. Very healthy. Mm. Good for you. Um, when's the last time you were in Canada? Two years ago. Oh. Yeah. Ever since… No, no, no. Okay, so the first time I came to Korea… And then uh, it was a year after I was able to do a show in Chicago. Mm. And I flew out there. And then I did a layover in Vancouver. And I stayed at… My house for two weeks. And that oh, nice. was last April. So it's been a year now. Year, okay, yeah. okay. A little bit over a year now. 
All righty. I yeah. mean, I feel like that's most people. We haven't been able to travel in a while, so. Mm-hmm. All righty. Um, so that's that's kind of our last last time segment. So we're gonna wrap it up with some fan questions. We have a bunch of questions from fans. Right, let's do it. So, ooh, where should we start? So many questions. What's a hobby or interest you want to pursue wholeheartedly outside of music? This is from Visions of Rena. Oh, it's a hobby. That's a good question. Wow. Hmm. Hobby that I like to pursue or just hobby that I would just keep as a hobby? You know? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think of anything else that I want to pursue is, uh, except hmm. music. But then uh, I have a lot of hobbies. One of them is… I'm obsessed with Lego, man. <laughs> with Legos? <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with Legos. But hear Dude. me out. Dude, that, I know. Nothing Dude, wrong I get with that, that reaction all the… T- oh, really? Nothing wrong with that. I know people who love Legos. I'm just like… For me, I don't have patience. I have like zero patience for anything. <laughs> so no, but that's, that's the why. thing, man. Like it builds patience for you. I don't have patience either. But this mm. got me like building patience. Okay. And uh, the thing about this is… When I was really young… I'd want these Lego sets that I was nab- never able to get. Mm. But now I'm an adult and I can make my own decisions. You're a big boy. Yeah, you can get your own Legos. <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> buying these sets now and I'm just at home making these and it's like <laughs> bringing me back and at the same time it's like wow, it's like it's like a healing thing, you know, when you're stressed right. out from like making music and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, That's it's one cool. of the hobbies that I really enjoy. Um all right, last question. Hold on, I want to make it a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is controversial. All right, I'm ready. This is from BXL Koki. Do you okay. like pineapple on pizza? <laughs> oh my goodness. Every- pineapple on pizza. Okay. Let's clear this up. Yeah. I do not like pineapple on pizza. Ooh. Okay. I just said Explain. it. And then, and uh, I'm not a fan of mint chocolate. Okay. You're a purist. That's fine. Just got to say it, man. I mean, some people might come after you, but that's fine. You people are going to come after you one way or another. Yeah, regardless, you know? you know. People just very split down the middle. Yeah. What about you? I like don't seek it out. I don't search it out. But if it's there, like I'll have a slice. Oh. Okay. Same with mint chocolate. I'd be like, oh, I'll have a bite. Like. Also, you're people like, like kinda... you, people like you having toothpaste. I was like, yeah, but like I have toothpaste twice a day anyway, so might as well have it three times. Let's go. Like, dude, I should have said that, man. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, honestly, that's like kind of what we got for today on today's yeah. show. Those are all my yeah. questions for you. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about or anything you want to discuss, I'm down um, for that too. But yeah, I mean, no. obviously, I have the song. That's the two songs that are coming out. But um, I'm also working, currently, still working on more music and my my next album as well, my mm. full length album and. Yeah, and uh, it's it's not that far away, so Ooh. it's it's gonna be like a steady work of just me putting out music now. And although I'm going to, I'm still gonna write for other people if I get the chance. And yeah, yeah but then um, I'm gonna be focusing a lot on my own music. And yeah, I'm super excited. And I hope everyone will enjoy the two songs that I'm putting out soon. I mean, that's out already. And yeah, but dude. I'm so excited to have gotten to know you better today. And uh, I'm excited yeah, awesome. to… I look forward when, to when we can share a meal and, and just hang out and kick it. And yeah, um, for sure. I'm excited for your music. Congratulations on the release on the future new album that's coming out. Please check out his new song, Inside <laughs> and Sober. 
And uh, I show this dude some love because his stuff is great and he's incredibly talented. And wow. I, I truly believe you have a very bright future, even a brighter future ahead. So thank um, you so much. Thank you so absolutely. Much. Thank you so much for joining us. Any last words to the fans, to I the mean, listeners? Wow. Uh, guys, thank you always for, you know, sticking by my side and just kind of always cheering me on. And even if I don't uh, make music for myself, you always love the stuff that I write for others. And it's awesome that thanks to you guys, I'm able to be here, talk with Eric, doing this interview, the podcast, me and everyone here. And uh, yeah, I will be back with some more music. But in the meantime, hope you enjoy Inside the Sober Mind. And I will see you very soon. Alrighty. Well, you guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us this week. Be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review on wherever you get your podcasts. You can see the full episodes of this at youtube.com slash divepods or check out the highlights at youtube.com slash dive studios. You can also become a patron of ours at patreon.com slash dive studios because we need your support and you are <laughs> awesome. We also have new merch. Go to shop.divestudios.io for the hot spanking new merch in shadow and cloud that are going to sell out very soon. Dude, I'm not a machine. <laughs> You gotta breathe. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm training for when I become a rapper and I'm gonna oh, show me the money, okay? Um, so that and then with that, on that note, um, this is a custom on the show. We ask the guests impromptu if you could please create a jingle, an outro jingle of any sort to mm. your choosing and liking for the Tebox show. If you could make one right now, we would incredibly appreciate it. Damn, <laughs> a jingle. Anything. It could be a jingle. Uh, it could be a little melody. It could be anything. Melody. A melody. Um, uh, we're all sitting here having fun talking with Eric. <laughs> we're gonna be going on but hope to see you again. But now I'm gonna go saying goodbyes to the cameras. And I will see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Daywalk Show. Bye. <laughs> Damn, this is hard. Okay. That was great. That was beautiful. <laughs> Outro! Thank you for listening to K-Pop Daywalk with Eric Now. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com